Hello and welcome to the Trucking Driver Podcast. Delighted to have back with me Chris Madison. Hola, battling on. Well, hey, it is Monday evening. Mm, I am back in the office after my exciting week away for 10 days driving the Iveco S way, which oh, no. you can't really have missed if you've been in social media at all. I've been dra- driving it down people's throats that much. <laughs> yeah, we've been throbbing, throbbing watching you run around in that, you and Bob. Bob Beach flirting like a couple of boarding school girls. It's been oddly erotic. Well, well um, Bob's just had the truck for the first day today and he put in a good report about it. And people are like, oh, I'm really interested to, to hear you say that. And I'm like, all oh, right, I cheers. And I clearly, my opinion counts for nothing then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the elder statesman of truck journalism and you. Yeah, I know. Aye. Oh, was that, there's, there's people who think I'm somehow in the, on the payroll of Iveco. Like, I'd like to read some opinions that aren't biased. And it's like, you know, what, yeah. what you're saying there is, I'd like to read some opinions that are the same as mine. Yeah. And if you haven't, yeah. driven, the, if you haven't driven the thing, it's quite difficult to form opinions on the way that it would drive, I would mm. say. Well, I've not you, been you lucky had, enough. You had that. Well, I'm the first. They've only built one. I was kind of hoping yeah. that they would have two. That would have made things a bit easier. But as it was, I ended up down at Broughton Transport. One for each foot. Mm, but put, I mean, you, you had that five seventy back in March, just at the last, the tail Aye. end of normality that we had back in mm. March. You had that truck, and you know how well it went. Aye, she's a ganner. She's a ganner. That one's it. Well, that one's exactly the same. Same engine. Same. Well, it'd driving. be nice to be comfy though. You know, it'd be nice to see if we can make you comfy now, so you don't have a bad back. Well, it is. This is the difference now. They've sorted all the. All those issues oh. out, the, the comfort issues, it's got a lower step, it's got a more comfortable seat, a better driving position, beautiful ride quality, nice light steering, bloody bloody bloody. All right, it's, knock it off. It's very nice. I'm, I'm getting all warm in that special place, mm. that special place. The work I did last week, um, the truck was good, but I can't, I can't say I enjoyed the work much. It was like unbearably grim RDC, one to another. So what are you doing, cages of milk, you know? Milk, aye, but well, but I did two trunks up to Manchester, and then I did one load down to Amesbury, and then across to Hemel Hempstead, where I had to reload cages, which wasn't coronavirus responsible or safe, because they dragged me into the warehouse and made me reload the cages with the fat bloke from the warehouse, who was helpful and strong for pushing the cages, and little Ali, the, the agency guy. So the three of us are all shoving these cages in the back of the trailer, and I'm like, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be hmm. in amongst this. And then on the, la- the last day, I had to load milk out, unload milk at Lidl, which required me dragging every cage of milk out the trailer and positioning it in the correct position in their warehouse where they wanted it. And their floor was mm. slippery, and I fell on the floor, and I, it hurt, and I was like raging. I can't imagine like working in one of those RDCs like permanently. The, there was some one of the drivers was having a disciplinary meeting in the yard with some guy, and he's immaculate high vis about some incident which had happened, and I was like, ah. Oh. And then I went and spoke to one of the other drivers. He had a, a Malacan Mercedes. And I said, "What do you think of it?" And the vitriol that came out to him was like mm-hmm. good grief but the, the truck's limited to 51 miles an hour and they've got to leave every single predictive mm. powertrain has to be left switched on they have to leave all the telematics switched on you can't take anything into your own hands or they're try they, they're on the phone to you saying why have you switched that off or this off or that off it sounds like 
So it's not entirely the truck's fault there. You know, you should be, you should have scope to make your own decisions and things if you've been driving trucks for thirty years. Um, well, if he was on hourly money, he'll be getting some overtime in in a four fifty Merc with all that cobblers turned on. He'll be doing some hours, will lad? Well, I said he was on a salary actually, so he was raging. I went past him like he was backwards. <laughs> he was backwards. So he wasn't. He wasn't a happy person in the in the slightest. And I, I I don't know what. Um, what wages compared to anything else? But he said they were hiring new starts in there on twenty-one grand a year. No oh dear. So I was like, I can't see you'll be getting a lot of. Um, you'll not be getting a lot of interest there, will you? A lot of interest in any of that, no. But it's, I mean, it's just as well for the no- the novelty of the lorry. I I don't like really early starts, and it was four o'clock in the morning starts, uh, mm. like waking up at four. So that was quite invasive. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's uh, yeah. There's a no, bit of a, a bit of an air of menace about everything. You know, at the moment, eh, the the ma- putting the mask on and off that many times a day. I got rid of the first one because I, I wonder how much bacteria I was swimming on this mask that I'd taken off and put in my face twenty mm. times and shoved in my pocket and I and all that. It's mm. uh, we got an email of well, Friday from one uh, one of our customers that we go to, and you tip outside in a bloody huge yard. And they're being silly about any of this, but suddenly you've got to have a mask on in a yard and. If you're sitting in your cab, mask off. But this is a good bit. If you're sitting in your cab and you wind your window down, you've got to put a mask on, which is off its nut. It is. So I can't wait. I can't wait to go there next week. I hope I get one next week anyway, because obviously I just live for stuff like this. I can't oh, wait. Uh, this is that that sort of stuff's making it dilutes the effect of when it's necessary mm. and would be useful to wear mm. a mask if you're going to make people wear them mm. all the time in situations where you patently don't need the things. What exactly do you think is going to happen? Nothing. It's just winding people up. They did. There was like a faint air of menace everywhere you mm. went. Hey, everybody was a bit like down. and I think everybody is just mm. in general at the, at the moment. It's, um, it's, I'm on my ass. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm completely on my ass at the moment, but I've um, <clears throat> I've ploughed on all these months and kept going and yippee, <laughs> bum, 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 fight the good fight and all the rest of it, and I've just had enough. So um, light at the end of the tunnel is not coming. If I win the lottery, I shall burn everything that I've got to do with haulage in one bloody big pile and put Yay. it on YouTube. I would watch that. Mm. Selling my phone, I've got a buyer for it. Get it gone, bloody scrap. Well, I passed it. I passed it. It passed its MOT. The dear Froden, um, and the chap that's been wanting to buy it has been at me for ages, wasn't it? So I, I texted him and says, look, if you want the thing, come and get it next week. And he's like, can I? And I says, yes, yes, that's how much I want for it. Let's do the deal because I am not, Yeah. I'm not going to use it over winter. It's just going to sit there seizing up. And if somebody wants to go out and oh. use it and get it working, then they're, they're more than welcome. So that's going away at the weekend, oh. I think. And... I will have sold mine on Friday, but it's just me hanging on to it now that won't let him have it. But it's sold, the deal is done. Oof. And I just won't do it at the moment. Um, so I don't know whether I'm going to A, sell it and replace it, B, sell it and not replace it, or M, <laughs> not sell it, keep on to it and just hide it somewhere. I don't know, but anyway, uh, I think we're mm. on for some major change. But the guy came up on Friday who's been chasing it for a couple of years, and he is the preferred bidder because he's going to do nice things with it if I let him have it. Mm-hmm. And it's just me now that he's dragging, uh, dragging my heels, and he says, "Look, I can see it. Look in your eyes. Let me know if it's next week, next month, or next year. But we're having it, are we?" I says, "Yeah, I think so. It's yours. Mm-hmm. So 
it's just you know one of those it is it's combined combined with the time of year and the circumstances with things it makes it like extra sort of yeah. um what's the word sentimental and, and difficult and and, and things mm. like that you know so mangy they call it up here deeply mangy you've got a mangy face yeah. take that mangy face off young man and i'll give you something to be mangy about says mother in it's a just, caring manner yeah it's just Aye. everywhere in, in general you know it's it, mm. People seem to be quite down with things at the moment. I've got a mate. A mate. I got a text this week. He, he's um, getting divorced from his wife, and he's looking for somewhere to stay. So we're trying to find him somewhere to stay. And other people I know are going through relationship counselling. I can't get out to the country. It's not possible mm-hmm. <laughs> to go and see the one person in the world I want to see. There's quite Thanks. a lot of. I can see that. you. The one person in the world I want to see. We'll just clarify that I can see you. Hiya. Hi. I can see you whenever I want, pretty much. Well, that's even worse, because I haven't seen you for ages, you bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's My mother just... warned me about you. Um, yeah, everybody's about run down with it. I've written a list here of things that might help for tonight, but it's, it looks like I've written it with a broken arm. Is that what's on your list um, of things? Just moaning, mostly, about mending bits and pieces and doing stuff. But um, there's no good news among it. it um, Quite interesting. The other day, I went top set. We're done on Saturday. We had we lured Jim Lyons out of his um, castle for the annual fiddling, and he came. This would be to it, so. the top end set and the M the yeah. ISME Cummins engine that you've got. Aye, aye. He comes and does um, bounces injectors and sets them up and sets backlash up and brake Jake, uh, Jake break break Jake, oh, and uh, tests fuel pressure. And he'd done all that, but he says. Bloody filthy in that engine. Bloody filthy. What you I says? Well, changed oil. Fought eight since. He says, "Aye, but your breather's not breathing." So oh. Been getting some sl- oh. So it, it it couldn't just set rockers this time. He had to take them out and clean this time. And he pulled my breather pipe off and waved it at me in a menacing fashion and said, "This breather pipe is knackered. It's collapsed at bottom." So I've had to I've had to order a nice sexy new breather pipe. Because when Jim says it's new pipe time, it's new pipe time. So um, that's an order. So I've got a bit of uh, surplus pipe I didn't contain a push through at minute. But um, see his point. Before mm. and after photos look like um, look like a different engine. Um, everything was good. There was nothing wrong with injectors. There was very little to adjust up there. However, when we came to do fuel pressure test off pump with gauges it was fluctuating wildly like mm. your mood about may time like that oh yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it was bouncing up and down on this uh, mm. on this on, on gauge on tick over and he has this face like an undertaker you don't know what you're going to get and he's like shaking his head and he's making me cut through a sign to turn it off so i ran around oh. and turned it off and he says your pressures are all over he does that, you know, mm. it creates, you know, gravitas. But a drama, well, this would be good to film this, wouldn't it? Aye. And coming Aye. up next, on... <laughs> he says, I've had this before, you know, I've had this before, in, in, in his finest Barnsley. Um, it was electrical, I thought. Electrical at one o'clock on a Saturday, I thought, oh Christ, here we go. Anyway, he had me climbing in cab when it's over, which is hilarious. With your oh, that, that, is, that is a laugh. That, yeah. I've done that before. Just jump in cab, he says. I'm 18 stone nearly and 48. It's not just a case of just jumping in cab, is it, James, really? But anyway, up we went, like a young'un, and I've got my feet in corners, and he says, take main relay out for the ignition. So anyway, pull relay out, and that with that, and he says, swap it with another, which I did. 
and he uh, had to climb out. He couldn't go around and start it. No, I had to climb out and go around and start it. But then he smiled. I got a gym smile, and it was all good. It was all settled down, and it was another so one of these relays. You had a dicky relay. So, oh. Um, uh, I, I don't know what's got a dicky relay now because I don't know which one I swapped it with, but we'll find out, won't we? Oh, um, uh, I'll, I'll have no wipers or brakes or something on uh, Wednesday. Um, so that was that. All pressures are up. Everything's good. There was nothing unpleasant to be found up there. But then, when we were running it up, just one last time, I noticed I have a lot of smoke in my face, which when you're standing by wheel, driver's side, hmm. again, on a Saturday afternoon, when you cannot buy flexible hose anywhere. What kind of smoke? Exhaust smoke? Oh yeah, straight in the mush. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been like burning plastic smoke. <laughs> Aye, flexible where it splits and mm. goes to either pipe. You know the. Yeah, same yeah, pipe I've replaced it, replaced it. it on mine more than Aye. once. Mm. Well, on my side, short piece, about ten inch long. That it totally broken in half. Gone, Bosh, mm. done. Um, nobody's got any flexible on a Saturday afternoon. Great. Um, we have a chap in our yard that parks at top at yard and has a, a little compound and a sort of mule in all where he goes and builds things and fiddles about with daffs and does things. He's a man of mystery, Sean. Anyway, Sean we're wondering about and he just came for a, a look. And I went, I don't suppose by any chance you've got some 10 centimetre flexi, have you? And he just, he never really said yes or no, but he just vanished like he does. He's a bit ghostly, just goes. <laughs> and then he just came back and he got about four clamps up his arm, like one of these African women in, you know, big yeah. bracelets. And he was waving <laughs> about 12 or 13 inch of surplus flexi and stainless at me. And he went, well, that do. And it did do. And anyway, my mate Andrew Mawson that plumbed in my uh, home blasters, he, uh, he was still hanging around and he's uh, he's kitted up with his Milwaukee gun and the rest of it so we whipped all clamps off and swapped that in five minutes or so and that was well, that job done otherwise we'd have been uh, running this week with a bloody snapped exhaust which mm. always makes those lads in Galaxy happy I uh, find well there was a statement or something today about DVSA services during national lockdown or something <sighs> like how, ab- how about how about you, you just continue what you're doing you key worker types are they bottling out again? Or? Probably. Mm. Probably but the first sign of it, I probably go and, you know, oh, let's not well, do, the, the, do testing again. It's too dangerous. We'll go and d- double the patrols. Mm. Drivers, uh, driving instructors didn't know what they could do and what they couldn't do until tea time. And there seems to be a thing out now saying driving tests are suspended again till December, which is just bollocks and it would appear that driving lessons are also suspended. They're not allowed to take driving lessons. Ah. Daughter Great, number yeah. two came waving a phone at me at tea time, so I could tell daughter number one the happy news. But um, mm, anyway, that's uh, not good. Yeah. But here you got you got your copy of Truck and Driver on time on Friday. I did. Well, yeah, I so did. did I. Well, I wasn't here. A to proper get it, one with a label on it and everything. Not a handwritten one this time. Mm. Yeah, that actually went out on time. I'm actually getting emails now, though. People saying that we can't mm. find it anywhere in Ireland. Something's happened because the bizarre thing is. The truck and driver, the, we've been distributing less magazines this year due to lockdown, which means there's less mm. of them. Like, if you're going to put 10 copies in a shop, you might put eight in. And amazingly, we're actually selling, because our sales are still the same as what they were before somehow, we're now selling like a higher percentage and it's more efficient. Amazingly. But I'm getting still getting people saying, I can't find it in Ireland. Um, and I would be interested to find out if anybody knows <laughs> anywhere you can buy truck and driver in Ireland, please let us know and we'll pass it on. I am trying to get an Irish subscription deal set up for people as well mm. because there's no discount if, if you get a subscription in Ireland. Whereas if you take a subscription out in the UK, you get 14% off. 
So you don't think birds fair, fair. Do you? No, I just think that the distribution mm. company are just like, yeah, it's coronavirus or something. Remember, you, they don't you, use their own little boat. Well, you, well, you would get people... But you would get um, you used to get a free newspaper around here called the Herald and Post and you would get kids that would get paid a, a tiny amount of money to go and uh, deliver it but they wouldn't deliver mm. it they would just go and take it around the back of the AstroTurf and throw it, mm. in, the button, throw it in the bun yeah oh well I would just just <laughs> my look like I'd go for a walk you know for old time's sake looking for a hustler classic and find a free paper find a, find a, a free paper aye or a trucking so driver so many ads for mm. uh, kittens and garden sheds mm. or a trucking driver Aye. I hope this one well, does all right. That, Irish I hope that V8 special thing does all right. You know, that's just filthy. Just that is just truck porn. Well, I quite enjoyed it. Good. Peter Davies knocked it out of the park with his big V8 special thing. Four and a half thousand words. Brilliant. Mm. So th- so thankful that I've got him on board to do stuff like that. Peter is eighty years old, and he's um, yeah. just uh, an absolute legend. Some uh, boy, so he is. Uh, I got. Um, I got moist over that Eurostar, I have to be honest, that Irish Eurostar. I've seen it at Assen, I like, I do like a Eurostar. I mean, I never mm. had to own one, I just, get to, I just had to drive one for somebody else who had to pay to repair it, but by God, what a thing that was. Fantastic oh, wow. bit of kit. Tilt dashboard warped and sort of curled up at edges like stale bread, but, you know, mm. self-tappers are... Self-tappers were made for that kind of a job. Exactly. Mm. Right. Unfortunately for Iveco, mm. they've kind of reta- maintained a bit of that reputation to this day. New S-Way, mm. very nice. Yes, very nice. Yeah, I'm hoping that they get some well, more of them in the country. Some more of them in the country soon. So, I so am I. Iveco Overlord, but I'm pushing now because I've got the next issue of the magazine. Well, we're, we're going to have this big bumper massive giveaway competition in the Christmas issue, which we're not doing mm. now because it requires... No. A, it requires a, a sequential number to be printed in the magazine, which you need to use to enter the competition to win something. And they don't want to do it because it will be encouraging people to make a non-essential journey to buy a magazine in the hope you might win the star prize of 500 quid. And I was thinking... Well, Nobody's going to make a special journey to go buy a truck and drive, rather. Come on. Exactly. That's what I said. You're going to go out to get your creative bookie or, you know, mm. six... Six and a half kilos of old Holborn or something, and a magazine. You're not going to go out just to do that. Yeah, well, the, exactly. But the, my 132 pages, I was concerned because this is a big effort to put this in to do this. Uh, um, and I was I was getting a bit concerned. I worry if our box slot is big enough for that. We're going to get hit with some severe national lockdown where they close bloody everything, and then nobody can go and buy it like that issue, whatever one it was, in the middle of the. Yeah, it must have been the May, the May issue where, like, nobody could buy the bloody thing. That's my concern after putting all this effort in. So I was pondering today. I'm like, do I just put it back to a normal 100-page issue? And then I was like, no, no, no. to hell with it. No, I'm just going to go for it. <coughs> uh, I'm going to go for it because I've got another one to shove out the door before uh, the end of the year as well. So I've got that to do. I've got the possi- I've got the possibility to do a run to Denmark on Boxing Day, which would get me to Denmark oh. on the twenty seventh of December, which is a Sunday. But I don't even know if that's going to work out or not. That's how difficult yeah. this all is at the moment. But that would be an adventure, considering Christmas is oh. Christmas is by law going to be cancelled. The governments of the UK seem to be under the bizarre impression that they're going to tell people what they can and can't do at Christmas. There's people sitting with their, their encyclopedia of notes to see if Granny can come round for dinner or not, or if they've got to leave Uncle Nigel. You know he's not allowed to come round and just. 
Who did but we don't want Nigel who? round anyway no. after last time. No, we don't, time, we do don't we? want to round no. that. No, no, no. We just sweep that under the family carpet about Nigel and Christmas last year, so we just leave that alone. I'm surprised you brought that up, actually. <laughs> no, and he's still got his ankle bracelet on anyway, so I don't think he'll be coming. Have you been to a rave, Uncle Nige? No. <laughs> Have you been to Aya Napa? No. Right then. I've been anywhere. Um, I can't go anywhere. I'll tell you what, that's, that's annoying as well. I could, I've got 17 days of holiday to take. And I can't take them. There's nothing I could do. The best thing I could do would be to take a holiday and sit in my house on my own. That's all I'm allowed to do. And then I would just end up like back where I was like in the summer, you know, pretending I'm like... Why don't you pretend- use your 17 days of holiday in a seasonal and mood-uplifting manner and decorate your house like the family lampoons? Because I love in a downstairs you- block of four, well, two up, share. two down. Share, yeah. you know, the neighbours would love you if you did the whole lot. I don't know, and I plugged well, it into your apart from board. the fact I'm far too busy now getting trucking driver done, mm. I think I've got one more lorry I think I can get this year, which is Volvo's little 4B2 FM. Which mm. I'm, but I love to go and run it like Thursday. I need to talk to you about lorries we can get this year. Yeah, you, you, we do, we do actually, but you, what, what's your, your um. If option three is the option I go for, I need that, I do need some wheels. Because I'm, I'm going to be busy without a truck, which is marvellous planning. Yeah, right. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if I could get it. If you, what's, what's your what's option three? Actually, sell it. Option three is keep it and keep it and, and honour the booking I've got for a three-week paint spot. Ah, in yes. The end of November for three weeks, right into my busy period on uh, gist or whatever it is I usually do at Christmas when I don't have a truck. Cause I'm a I dick wonder, and I've got there must into be, there must a cabin chassis paint. There must be a load of like plain white Stravises or CFs or whatever sitting about that must be available for demonstration purposes. What you need is somebody that's got an X Fleet, a mountain of X Fleet stuff back that they're going to struggle to move, and we could yeah, utilize it, one of those. And we could oh. write nice things about yeah, that. Announcement, announcement here. We're needing some, yeah, yeah some ex fleet stuff, yeah, because you know, yeah. there must be like a pile of who, somebody who's getting like a pile of R four fifty Scania's all back in at the same time. Or, you mm, know. Exactly, a lovely anything, anything. A at lovely all, gesture okay. will be nice to you about you know your massive airfield full of ex fleet motors. You need to, you need to advertise. I'd be, I'd be really happy to tell people that they're gorgeous. Or again. Completely on the other spectrum, somebody who's off to their private island somewhere for Christmas wants to lend me a 7.30 for three weeks. I'll be equally nice to you. Mm. Yeah, that's it. You'd, you'd, maybe I don't maybe, maybe there's, got no, no funny habits. No, ah. no lorry drivers seem to be... No lorry drivers seem to be having to self-isolate for two weeks or anything like that, do they? Which is quite curious. Nobody's really... Yeah, I don't know, know any, don't know any drivers that are coming down... With it at all, considering drivers were considered mm. start to be the super spreaders of things. Tell you what, it's the mm. American election as well. By the time this podcast comes out, Donald Trump will be barricading Don. himself in the White House <laughs> saying he's won no matter what happens. It's America we're talking about, it probably will win. He probably will. I think it'll be close I think it'll be very close. I think Biden actually, no, Biden actually needs a bit of a clear margin. To, he's uh, no less loony, you know, he's no less insane than he was uh, last time he won. And it doesn't really help Joe when Joe goes on the news and forgets Donald's name. Uh oh. Yes, yeah, um, it was a bit. Um, 
irresponsible of the Democrats to go uh, to the polls against somebody they so desperately want to remove from power by somebody who's so very old. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm interesting to see Don't. what interesting to see what happens with with that and more conspiracy mm. theories and things. You know, interesting to find. It's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun couple of days. This. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh... I'm dodging the news that much. I didn't even know it was. To- is it tomorrow? Oh, good. Yes, it's tomorrow. Yeah, the news. It's important no. to avoid the news. And I was out in that Iveco last week. I put the news on occasionally, and I was just like, oh, just the the just mm. awful. There are people who sit and watch BBC news all day who must be mm. terrified, absolutely terrified of everything yeah. that's going on in the world. Going on in the world. But hey, don't worry about it. Lorry drivers are still out there grinding away, so you've got everything that you want. You know. You wonder how much Amazon's going to make this year. I bet you that they won't be able to get enough trucks in and out that place because everybody's going to do all their online shopping through through that and they don't even pay any tax in Britain, so there's a sense in any of it. Let's and the man that owns that called Jeff. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, imagine somebody called Jeff being the richest man on the planet. That's remarkable, isn't it? It's like somebody called Roger being sexy. You know, Carlos, fine, I, I can deal with that, but mm. Jeff... The world's big hitter businessman, Jeff. Jeff sounds like, <laughs> like an electrician from Wakefield. Brilliant. It's not the name oh, of a big Jeff. hitter, is it, Jeff? Amazon's going to be unbelievably busy. There'll be loads of work well, based around all that this year. Well, it'll get absolutely bugger all from me because I'm, I'm, I'm going local. If you can't buy it at Melvin Cars at Birchworth, agricultural supplies and socks to the gentry. Nobody's getting out for Christmas this year. I'm going to I'm going to Melvin's. Never mind Amazon. Jeff, yeah, I Jeff don't give I Jeff don't give two buggers about Home Firth. So uh, why should Home Firth care about you, Jeff? Yeah, uh, I kind of feel like I should go and like go and buy some things from an actual shop should. for Christmas. Should find a shop that might be open somewhere. Well, I did. I, I bought. I bought. Um, I bought my go and buy something. I bought my it. sweet girlfriend that I'm not going to see for like six months. Some lovely uh, Christmas gin. From Gloucester Services when I parked there mm. during the week, Aww. which was quite nice. I'll go and like. Is Gloucester one of these like tea beer that's yeah, a farmer own thing with a fa- I mean, aye, It was fine. It wasn't right. busy, but it was my only option. I was I finished up work for the day and it was like six miles away, so I went and parked in there, used the shower, went and had a mm. lasagna and salad and chips for dinner, and looked at the shop. It was really busy with families because mm. it was half term. Coughing and hacking. No, not really. They were all wearing masks. <laughs> But it was really busy. Uh, there were loads of camper vans and caravans. I don't think the services filled up with trucks either, because I got there at like early, like three in the afternoon, and I don't think it ever got anywhere near capacity, which I was surprised at because Chippenham truck stop where I was on the Monday night that was scary. That was rammed full of trucks. There wasn't quite enough space for everything in there, and I, I I hate coming into truck stops. I was glad I was in early. I hate coming in at night in the dark. And trying to back in, so back in somewhere, back and forth, back oh. and forth. I just, I don't like, I don't like that. I, d- <laughs> I don't like driving in the dark. All right, all right, granddad. Truck stop specific, mm-hmm. specifically, when you're trying to like, it's the worst space in the truck stop, and it's only one left available to you. Well, oh. I parked in um, Stockyard week before I finished for a week off, I had to bake scones and be and be weird last week, and. Um, my mate Matty with the fancy fell binder tanker was in. He says, "Do you know? I think you buggered." He says, "I think we're chocker in here." So I got in. We had to make a space, and I was right by Outgate, which is where you want to be when people start going out at two o'clock at morning and you're not going well half past seven. Fantastic! It was like being at the end of a runway. 
Yeah. Every two minutes from about oh. half past four onwards, there's headlights, rattle, oh. rattle, rattle. Headlights, rattle, rattle. I thought it was grand. I'd oh. have been better just pulling up on hard shoulder outside oh, stuff and yeah, just shouting down bank. Oh. You know right, Matthew? There was, there was one night I was parked at the side of the... Is it the A49? I got a nice lay, a, a lay-by set way, way back from the road out in like middle of Herefordshire or something. And I got a better night's sleep there than I did in the truck stop because like you say, from, when, I'm in, when I start up in the morning... I tend to like I want to start up and just go. I don't want to start up and leave my engine running for twenty minutes, which a lot of people seem to do in the morning. You have to do when you run old tackle like mine. You've got to run it for twenty minutes to get some air up. That knows. Two come, choices. Air comes up pretty quick. My food and mine loses it all out the bloody seat. That's what it all leaks out of. Yeah, but inflatable Annie takes about eight bar to blow up at night, so all air tanks are empty by the time I've uh, I put key in at morning. She's a big lass. <laughs> She used to be a, like one of these balloons used to put up over a carpet right when they had a sail on, but we modified her and you know put her a wig on. And she's a big yeah. girl. Take some air blowing her up. All my secrets are coming out tonight, aren't they? They are, I. I don't. Uh, I haven't been down that way for eons, Gloucester and down yon and up. Bird lip and over top and all that. Oh, well, I haven't been down that way for so long. I went over the I was over the bird lip about three or four times. It was a big test for a truck. Like, mm. Hard going. Like the the guy sideways uh. Merc with the predictive powertrain because it detects the speed limit. There's a bit at the bottom of the hill where it's a mm. forty, but you actually want to boot it so you hit the limiter at the bottom of the hill. Aye. But the predictive powertrain yes. won't allow that. It wants to go up the hill starting mm. at forty miles an hour. So you can imagine the speed it will therefore yeah. climb up the rest of it. The Iveco Fairlight it yeah. had a bloody good go going, going right up it. It's not the torquiest 13 litre, but it's the most horsepower-y. So a bloody good, good effort. Like mm. I, I, There were a couple of days where I was just flat out in the limiter with it, and it did really well, can I say. Mm. Hopefully I battered him uh, on Thursday before I uh, finished. I remember this, because it was good. It was good fun. From A1 up to top of M18 going towards M1 towards LB when we're going to the stockyard. I was on a mission because obviously I wanted to get parked to get a pint before mm-hmm. pubs became a thing of the past. Um, so we're absolutely gunning up there and I got past the 450 Merc and that 27 tonne of wire on for Sheffield. No yes. girl spanked to 450 Merc. Get in. Yes. Get in. £9.50s worth of food and with a lawnmower engine in just showed the Germans how to go on. Could have been driven by some bloke who wears his high vis while he's driving one of those you know the steady steady but dependable type so I don't know it might not have been all the glory I thought it was but I enjoyed it <laughs> I, str- you've got I strutted to, into you've the got bar to take, stuck, yeah, you've like, got to take any victory like, you can these days you have like a cockerel strutted in bought some Guinness drank it marvellous that's probably the last time we'll do that till January uh, I wonder if mm. I need to go I wonder what else I need to do I need to go to the bloody shops tonight mm. I need to go to Sainsbury's and get some shopping because I've been away for 10 days in the truck. I've got nothing in the house at all. Oh, I've cat biscuits and Vaseline. Cat biscuits and Vaseline, yeah. I do actually have, mm. I do actually have both those things. I don't know <laughs> what the connection is. What was the possible connection you could have between them, you know? It depends how in love you are. Who looks after Moggy then for 10 days? My mum and, my mom and dad, no, they live in the other end of the village, so they just come up and feed... Mm. Feed them. Uh, my mate James was coming in on his way to and from work to feed them, but my mum and dad have, have just been popping up because they have something to, something to do. So they they look after them when I'm away. But that that's the longest time I've been away for a while. I think 
Do they faff about with things when you're not there as well? Do they move things and you know, does she move a lamp across there because she likes it across there better? No, sometimes she'll clean the kitchen sink, like and I'll make an effort, I'll try and like clean the place so it's not bad before I go. Mm. But then she'll like quite often clean something and then make a point of telling me about how disgusting it was. Mm. And I'm like, all right. Well, cat. So, yeah. cat did it. Yeah. Clean when I left. Cat did it. Yeah, sorry, yeah. what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> yeah. She says, I suppose those handcuffs are the cats as well, are they? Yep. Now they're safely, all that stuff's safely stored in a drawer. The cats brought really, those in. I should really go, I should really go and like get, um, yeah, I, you should have somebody like a phone number that, that, that you know if you're in an accident or you're gravely ill. Have or you not got one? Or you die or a wingman? A wingman that has to come to your house and empty out oh. that drawer. Empty out that drawer. Mr. Rankin. All the, all, yeah. Mr. Ranking, we need to have a talk off air. All you the equipment, all, you, the, all the stuff. You need I, your code red, buddy. All the stuff I bought off the dark net, off Empire mm. Market before it crashed off this wish. summer. <laughs> <laughs> and wish as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah my, my, disembo- oh. my disembodied sex romp. Yeah, I don't know my, if my wingman is you know, taking on uh, that's it. I need to go and sort clients. I need to go and sort that. Well, I need, he need to be up here, really. I'm trying to think. Maybe I'll ask. No, no, no. Maybe I'll he, ask. He's, got, he's got fingers everywhere. He's like a, Good. It's like Spectre. Yeah. I could write, you know. Have you got a will? I did a thing in the magazine. We do the I'm one seri- the one thing we do in the the one thing we do in the magazine that's serious every couple of months is the mm. law and you, which is an article which really gives you some useful information on a variety of things. The law and me. Yeah, the law on me, yeah. Mm. And uh, that's got a thing about wills and how you can get it made out and things. I don't have a will made, you know. I should write that out. Yeah. Who, who am I going to... Who wants my Iveco Daily Recovery Truck and my Cavalier GSI and my collection of Sega Mega Drive and Master System games? Ah, listen, in the distance, a distant clanking bell. Mm. And Bong, bong. The queue forms in the in the dusty village as they queue up for the some, Cavaliers. Some, uh, uh, but that GSI is worth a bit of dosh. So, so some of those computer games. Mm. Well, if, if, if it were an HC Viva, I might be up for yeah. that. But I'm not. Um, if, if anybody wants, could, if anybody wants the rump, gives a shout. You know, we're open to requests on the podcast. Lightly, <laughs> <laughs> only lightly used. If anybody wants the contents of my 20-foot container when I expire, be like one of these um, salvage auction things where they sell a, you know, they sell a container and then you find yes. out what's in it when you bid for it. So yeah. yeah, same thing. Just bid, trust me, bid well. There's all sorts in my container, but I'm not telling you what. Get it bought. So if you have expired, get yourself up to B and B at Barnsley. Go see Duncan and say, I want to buy the contents of number two container, and uh, stick a sealed bid across the desk. Worth it. Ah, there's some tackle in there, you know. Is there's it? some tackle in there. Ah, I've, I've got Vicar Eves and Bob Mortimer's Big Night Out videos on VHS in there. Yes. Nine, 1990, I've got all sorts. Can't be a bad VHS. Today. I've, got v- I've got some VHS stuff there. Um, my Cavalier Touring yeah, no, Car Championship that. video. I don't have a VHS player to play them on. It's the same no. now, I don't have... Snap. Any- I've got a, I've got a drawer full of like a, a chest of drawers full of CDs as well, and I said, "What do you do with all this stuff eventually? How do you, what do you do? Because I mean, I could go and like burn it all onto an external hard drive, or I've got all the music in the world ever on Amazon Prime now, although I don't own it. So it's like, what do you do with it? Yeah, you, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I still do. buy CDs. So I buy CDs occasionally. I still cart CDs away. If I'm going to pay. 
12 quid for an album. Mm. I want a bloody CD. I don't want some download. Yeah, I, want, I want a box with a thing in it. Yeah, I buy them if it's, it's like there. a special circumstance. I bought Goat's Head Soup reissue by the Rolling Stones. Oh. I got that as a treat. That's the only CD I've bought this year. As but soon as I've bought it. Anyway, anybody wants, my, anybody wants my CD collection and my will. Not that, not that I'm intending on going anywhere anytime soon. Just need to go and get these things organised, you know, just in case. How did it go mm. into that? Oh, yeah, the contents of the contents of that drawer. <laughs> that drawer. That drawer. Oh, yeah. and in, or, in your that ca- drawer. or in your case, a 20-foot container. Aye. All my, all my life's work in that container. Mm. Actually, positive, a positive note that may... Uh, now then, I'm sure I saw something from Oxford Research Lab about their vaccine being uh, oh, yeah. rattled this through. Va- I think this vaccine's ready. I think a lot of this is being held back because as soon as they go and there say, we go. as soon as they come out and say, "Hey, this actually works. It's all right," then if that's everything's out the window. Mm. They're like, "Oh, to hell with us!" Right? Let's just. Do we know whether Vladimir and his vaccine uh, all went to plan in uh, in Russia or what? Cause he he jabbed all armed forces, didn't he? Without uh, any don't bother. Don't know. Hmm. I haven't, uh, I haven't really got a direct line to Vladimir, unfortunately. But um, anyway, today's headline from Reuters, and Reuters are the news agency that I trust, as I've said before. Mm-hmm. It says here, Britain starts accelerated review for AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine. And that's the proper one. That's a serious mm-hmm. one. So they're um, running it through regulatory process at the speed of light now. And it apparently has good results in young and old yeah so this process speeds up evaluations of promising drugs so i'm i'm thumbing through this lot now like a madman trying to find a date when it might be jabbed into grandma um something about chimpanzees and influenza there but that's about your lot no there's no dates so i'm sorry i got you going there for nothing no no that's fine no i think i think like i said it would be weird the podcast wasn't really supposed to work out in the way that it did when we started it this year it wasn't supposed to be like a sort of so many of the episodes are general sort of covid updates and just uh, what have you but i reckon i still reckon i'd I'd said earlier on that this will when it goes it'll like fizzle out it'll go really quickly my dad was mm. like, oh, we might be living this with three years. I'm like, no, it won't. Once something happens no. with treatment, it'll just disappear, and then there'll be conspiracy theories like, oh, what the, the hell world. was that? Was, was, it even, was, it, was it even a thing? Or was it just me? There's already been talk of that nonsense. And the people that, hey, hey, have you heard? Somebody said that it'll come, and it'll go, and it'll come back one more time, and it'll go forever. I says, I think that's plot from that Dean R. Koontz novel in 80s, isn't it, actually, John? And he's like, who's he then? I says, Google him. There's a lot of that about. I've heard somewhere that it's just going to disappear. I said, that's Dean Arcoons' novel. Trust me. Oh, right. So, anyway. Many a man off to look at Dean Arcoons. Now, it's uh, it's how you pronounce it, I'm afraid. It's K-O-N-T-S-Z. Yeah. Don't get giddy. Mm-hmm. It's not as exciting as it sounds. And I've got a picture of Alanis Morissette here on... Uh, <clears throat> on Google, which is nice. I don't right, know why okay. that's come up, but let's have a look at her. Let's get this massive cursor off her face, because she used to be quite a thing, did Alanis, in the 90s, but let's have a look now, see what she looks like, right side of 50. If you're, if, you're, if you're wanting any of that action, Liz Hurley's Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. She's 53 now. 55, Absolutely. Mind-bogglingly mind bonny is that, but mm-hmm. has she had some work done? Or what? She doesn't look like she has. Ah, does she doesn't really look like it. If, mm. if she has, it's well, it's been done properly. Yeah. Can't find her. 
There we go. Alanis looks like your mum now. Well, not your mum. Or mine, come to that, because mine's dead, bless her. But um, mm -hmm. she looks like somebody's mum. Probably your youngest friend's mum. <laughs> Greater Manchester's NHS is set for the toughest winter in living memory. Great. Careful, but careful. Probably, We're trying to end this on an on on well, uplifting note. It's probably nothing to do with coronavirus. It's just living in Manchester, you know. <laughs> mental, mental health services will be stretched anyway. Won't it? Yeah, yeah, I went to Manchester twice last mm. week. It rained both times and it rained when I was at John Murphy's as well. It always rains in Manchester mm. for me. don't know why. I've had a, a couple of sunny days in Manchester mm. in 48 years. You know. Can't sneeze at these things. Um, good news. Good news. One, one item of good news to snatch off the internet before we go. Like a good uplifting news no, item to finish I'm, the podcast off. Come on, I'm getting a, I'm getting a blister on my thumb here. Um, it's quite funny no, reading between the news it's because in one. Chance. Oh, hang on, trucking news, right? Trucking news, and it's happy news, and it's Fred Greenwood and Son from, mm. uh, yep, from uh, Bradford, mm. livestock men of of some note. They would like to thank their long-standing driver, Colin Wood. 47 years loyal service and wish him a long and healthy retirement. I'm sure he'll still be out and about with the lads or at the wheel occasionally. Some man that if he can do nearly 50 years on livestock and still be able to walk. I think that's pretty Congratulations good. Congratulations, Brad. Where did you read that? Did there we are. Con What's his name? Congratulations. Colin Wood, ex of Fred Greenwoods today, was retired. Fantastic. Congratulations man. to him. Well done. I'm only 48. And he's like he's been working there forty-seven years, and I'm a miserable bugger now. So that's that's marvellous. Well done, Colin. Well done, fantastic, great job. Until the next time, let's bail out now. Let's bail out now. I get out now before there's something else. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, hundred percent for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck & Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck & Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.